Hello and welcome to the Four Color Chat Show for September the 5th, 2018. This is a show that discusses current events in the comic culture that you can participate in. You are the guest. I am Deacon. Alongside me is JJW. Hello, sir. Hey, how you doing, Deacon? Hey, will you explain real quick what <laughs> the name of the show means for those that may not sure. know what four oh, yeah. color means? Okay, four color chat show. So the idea is that, I mean, our our roots are in comic books, but really this is about pop culture. So um, back in, when I was a kid, they were still doing four color print process where every color on the page was made of cyan, magenta, yellow, and black. And they'd mix them up and that would be the colors on your comic book page. Well, that's called the four color print process. So this is the four color chat show. We're going to talk about comics. We're going to talk, we'll talk about Marvel, DC, Image. We'll talk about movies, games, anything, pop culture. We will go there. So that's what it is. Absolutely. And you are our guest. Feel free to join us uh, each Wednesday, uh, Wednesday night at 7 Central. We are in the Discord server, discord.gg slash UMCOC. You can join us in the Four Color Chat Show channel and the Four Color Chat Show text chat channel and uh, talk to us either way. We would love for you to uh, to come and voice your opinion with us. And we have some of our regulars that are in the uh, studio tonight, so to speak. So uh, we hope to hear from you all. Uh, JJ, we want to start off. I got a couple of comic stuff here that I wanted to share with everyone. And uh, everyone that's in the Four Color Chat Show um, um, our, our discussion chat here, we have posted a link to our topics that we're going to be discussing. If you'll scroll up, you'll see those and you can follow along with us. Um, in comics, JJ, uh, we've got a couple of uh, Guardians and Asgardians of the Galaxies news to oh, tell yeah. you. Marvel is relaunching Guardians of the Galaxy coming up for next year. Hmm. Wonder why they're doing that. <laughs> the Guardians have been in the news a little bit lately. Man, I don't know how this is going to sort and out. The, but... the more I read about what Dave Batista has been saying, the more I really have a feeling that in Avengers 4, they're going to do some reshoots. I think they're changing up some stuff for this movie because of the, all of this mess. But he's already shot. He's already shot a bunch of... He's already shot all of his scenes, and yeah, they they always have reshoots scheduled, so he could go back for a couple of days. But it would be a big cut, probably, to cut him or any of the other guardians out of the movie. That being said, they could definitely wrap things up where there's no expectation of a sequel. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Okay, so they're they're relaunching the the Guardians comic. Yeah. And there's this picture. I saw this. I saw this a few days ago. Uh, I'll, I'll drop the picture in here of galactus standing over um the the modern guardians which we you know think of from the guardians of the movie so you get star lord you got gamora you got drax you got um cosmo the space dog you got groot and, and rocket but you also have in the in the background yeah. and mixed in there you've got charlie 27 uh you've got beta ray bill you've got the silver surfer you've got howard's um, in there i see Howard, Howard the Duck, you've got Yondu. I mean, you've got Guardians 3000 uh, mixed in there. 
Uh, I see. Did I say Vance Astro? Uh, I see Cosmic Ghost Rider. I see Scott Summers' dad. I never remember his name, but he's the one of the yeah, star, the star jammers. jammers. Yeah, so, Super Scroll, Adam Warlock. Yeah. So Corsair. Yeah, Corsair. So this uh, this may be <laughs> this may be a a nice little change because we know the guardians as the, you know, the, the core ones from the movies, you know, that you mentioned, but the guardians are a, a vast group. Oh, you know, they've been a bunch of different people. Okay. So, so let's be conspiracy minded here for a, moment, a minute. If Marvel is laying the bricks to go a different direction with a future guardians movie, the most sensible way for them to lay those bricks is to relaunch the Guardians comic a year in advance and start shifting right. the cast. Right. You're exactly right. So, and this could have something to do with maybe this uh, the next story that we're going to talk about. Uh, Marvel is doing the As Guardians of the Galaxy. And this is coming. Have you do you know anything about this? No, I haven't. I saw the name, which I thought was cool, but I didn't I did not read this any of this stuff. I saw the name last week though. Do you know anything about it? Well, a little bit. The Asgardians of the Galaxy are launching out of the Infinity Wars event um that they have just had. It consists of Angela, uh Valkyrie and her human host, Scourge the Executioner, Throg. Throg, the uh, Thor, frog. Thor frog, yes, and frog. the Asgardian destroyer armor that is controlled by a quote-unquote mystery character, and then you've got Kevin Masterson, who is the son of the original Thunderstrike, Eric Masterson. So, oh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. So they're basically <laughs> the Asgardians of the galaxy are stepping up to stop Nebula, who has obtained this powerful Asgardian weapon that's supposed to make her the new ruler of the galaxy. And some people are saying that it's this weapon called the Infinity Armor. But um, I think this is going to be a cool story. We've had this new, this, this new character come in called Requiem, and you find out, spoiler alert, you find out that Requiem is Gamora. And, you know, in, in one of the original scenes of the comic, one of the first scenes, she basically decapitates Thanos. Right. So this is a pretty cool idea with this as guardians of the galaxy. And I wonder if they're maybe trying to plant a seed of interest in this right here in this comic, because it does sound pretty cool. And honestly, if you want to get another major spoiler, spoiler alert here, you want me to do another spoiler alert? Yeah. Cover your ears. If you don't want to hear the mystery character controlling the destroyer armor is kid Loki who is mysteriously back. Huh. So I, I don't know if this kid Loki is the same, if it's a different incantation, they say he's much friendlier than the other Loki than the adult Loki. So I remember, I remember during, uh, during the mighty early issues of the mighty Thor, that all of the Asgardians had died, and then, uh, and then Loki was brought back as a female for a while, and then, and I don't remember the series of events that turned her back to a male and made him young, but then he was uh, kind of a teenage Loki for a while. So, as Guardians of the Galaxy, it sounds pretty interesting, and if there is some interest in this, I can see maybe, maybe, mm, maybe. a movie, maybe I don't know. All right, let's move on. A uh, couple of uh, 
a couple of sad notes here uh, real quick. Uh, uh, Jack Kirby, you know, passed away. Uh, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, and J.J. can elaborate on this a little more. Um, they had a very difficult relationship, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, just a little yeah. difficult one. <laughs> Kirby, let's see. They worked together early on, and then Kirby accused Stan of what? When they left to go to DC. Okay, so so when Stan started at Marvel, he he was there for about a year as like the office yeah. assistant, and he noticed Kirby and Simon ditching off to a hotel during lunches to work on a side gig. Well, the side gig was for DC, and they had negotiated a better page rate, and they were kind of double dipping. And it's not like they were doing a bad thing because they were kind of screwing over these artists and writers and stuff back then. Oh, for sure. Time. Yeah. Yeah. So the owner of, of Timely Comics at the time found out and Jack Kirby always believed that Stan Lee was the reason. Ratted him out. That, yeah. He thinks he ratted him yeah. out. But the, the thing is, like, everybody knew that Kirby and Simon were... Uh, we're 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 double dipping everybody yeah. knew so it's no surprise that that um that the you know boss man found out but he always he for the entire rest of his life he carried that grudge that um stan lee had basically dicked him out of a job and and kirby went as far as to make that um what was that character's name in dc that he created uh funky fried funky Funky Flash, Funky Flashman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was yeah, supposed yeah. to be Stan Lee, this character from yeah. DC. So you know he left for twenty years. He came back to Marvel because Kirby was kind of hard on his luck and he needed a job. And they worked together reluctantly, but after like nineteen sixty five or something, they never even they never ever worked together again. So all that to say this, Stan Lee did a tribute for Jack's hundred and first birthday uh, last week. Yeah, uh, yeah, Jack Kirby's grandson Jeremy Kirby on his um Twitter account uh posted a little thing about his grandfather being 101 and Stan Lee replied from his Twitter account and it's not some person that runs his social media account. This is the real Stan Lee that Stan comments on and uh, he basically said he was a legend, he truly was, nobody could draw like Jack. And which is a big deal coming from Stan Lee talking about Jack Kirby, you know, major respect there. Uh, he's, he said that's kind of stuff before, but you know, lately Stan doesn't really, um, actually pop his head up and, and speak on his own Twitter even that much. Yeah. A lot of times it is his handlers, but this is him. Yeah. If it's him, he signs it. So yeah, it's a kind of a big deal. Okay. A couple more here. Um, Marie Severin, um, passed away at the age of 89. She was a Spider-Woman co-creator. She worked on uh, Captain America, too, I believe. Uh, she was a colorist. Um, she got started as a colorist for her brother, who who drew. They drew for EC Comics, and this was before the uh, Comics Code Authority started, uh, which basically drove EC Comics out of business. But uh, she worked um, Incredible Hulk and stuff like that. So wanted to name some of these. We like to name these people that you've never heard of before that played a big part in in, in society, in, in our comic book culture. Um, also, Gary, I, I might say this guy's last name right, uh, wrong. Fred Reich, Gary Fred Reich passed away as well. He was. It might be. 
It might be Friedrich. Friedrich, Gary Friedrich. He was a co-creator of Ghost Rider, which is really cool. I mean, Ghost Rider's got a cool story, man. He, he's got a great background. So this guy co-created that, worked on Daredevil and Sergeant Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff like that. So I uh, wanted to mention him as well. Uh, one final thing here for comic books uh, that my dogs are excited about is Firefly is coming back to the comic books. All right. So I know I watched Firefly when it was on TV on Fox in 1999 or in 2000 or so. Now, if the folks don't remember that, um, let's see, Josh Whedon, let's see, Buffy had went off the air, correct? And uh, they were looking, maybe they were looking for a new show um, to put in 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 this spot that they had. And Josh Whedon had this space western called Firefly, and Fox started airing it. But the problem was. Fox did not air them in order. Right. And it caused confusion, and people really didn't get it. So when the DVDs finally came out and people bought the box set and watched it, it became a huge, you know, pop culture sensation. Enough so that they made a terrible movie out of it. <laughs> Oh, it's terrible. It's like I, terrible. I hate the movie. The movie was terrible. You don't like the movie? No, there the was, was so there, many right? terrible stuff in the movie. Book Shepherd Book was such a deep character that that was Man. just in the movie. I love just that like, scene Pfft. in the movie. He's like, someday you have to tell me how you know all this. And and Shepherd Book looks at him and says, No, I don't. Well, see, and you never find see, out. They do that in the show several times. You know, Jane asks him. You know, one day you're gonna have to tell me how much. You know, why Shepherd knows so much about this rifle or. You know, and then there was the scene where they he gets injured and they go to the, the Imperial ship and they're like, we're not serving you. We should arrest you. And then the guy's like whispers in the guy's ear and he's like, get him up to that and work on him immediately. So there was so much to Shepard book that I've never read the comics. And I've told that if you want to get more, you know, even more deep into his character, you need to read the comics. So these new Firefly comics that are coming out are supposed to <laughs> kind of elaborate <laughs> on this the more playing story. This that was the, the best the, episode, Janestown. <laughs> robbed from the rich, and he gave to the poor. Stood up to, to the, the man, man and gave him what, what for. for. <laughs> man, I love that. I've seen that episode so many times. <laughs> the hero oh of Canada. So if you've never watched Firefly, it is uh, absolutely wonderful. Uh, if you've just seen the movie Serenity, I'm sorry. Don't just ignore that and go oh, and watch the TV I, show. Oh, let me tell you something. Uh, I got married the day after Serenity came out. So it came out on September 29th, 2005. And I got married on October 1st. <laughs> and I watched that movie, I think, three times that weekend. <laughs> so that's, so a, that's a special movie for you. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm, so, uh, so don't be crapping all over Serenity. I'm sorry, it's, but you know, it's not another season of Firefly, but it's not, it's not war. It's not terrible. The wash. Oh scene, my gosh, that's the, all I'm going to say. The operative, the operative fight at the end is so awesome. Well, there was some good parts in it, but Man. there was some parts that just completely ruined the whole movie. The wash scene. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to ruin, ruin it mm -hmm. for anybody that hasn't seen it. You know what exactly I'm talking about. The wash. Oh, scene. Yeah. Well, completely ruined that movie for me. Ruined the whole series. I was so upset. 
so upset. I'm oh, just that's like, just because you were sad. That's that was that was emotion. It was crappy it storytelling. Didn't... It was crappy storytelling. Is what it was. <laughs> you could have done right, so well, much more. But that's you love it, Firefly, Firefly or, or Curious. You can you can check out a new series. Uh, they're they're <laughs> doing a new comic run. They did they did one back when they did Serenity, and it ran for a little while. But they're gonna do another another series. All right, let's get to some movies. Uh, let's get some folks talking to us. How many of y'all s- seen? Yeah, I know. How many of y'all seen uh, Brie Larson and EW break the internet today? Huh? <laughs> Did it break the internet? Okay, so <clears throat> I saw. First of all, I'm glad that her costume is properly colored. Yes. Because you know, six months ago we saw the green one, and this the green one is in there, uh, and that's the Cree colored. But I'm I'm glad that it's the Captain Marvel color scheme. Uh, but the the thing I was super happy about was let me drop this photograph. Yeah, in. yeah. Look at this photo. Uh, Adam Warlock asks, "Is it really going to be set in the '90s?" Supposedly, because there was another picture of uh, Nick Fury, and uh, he he was a younger Nick Fury with both eyes. And uh, yeah, this. Uh, people were trying to name some of these characters. I mean, of course, you see Ronan. Ronan is back with his hammer there. Uh, that's Jude Law with his back to you. So I don't know what character he's playing, but okay. that's Jude Law. And you'll see um, uh, Korath, which was in the first Guardians movie. He's he's in the Star Squad there. Okay. So, uh, and then there's Brie Larson in her in her Cree colored uniform. So I'm very happy to see Korath return to uh, the MCU. And also Lee Pace returning as Ronan. Yeah, I want to see Ronan before he's the genocidal maniac. I want to see him lay that hammer down on somebody and wreck their wreck them. You know what I mean? Um, other Marvel news: uh, Pepper Potts and Happy are supposed to be in are rumored to be in the new Spider-Man: Far From Home. I would love to see Pepper Potts don the Iron Heart armor in that movie. Wouldn't that be great? I remember her having a suit of armor called Rescue, but you know, same diff. Oh yeah, but, Rescue. Um, okay, all right. Who wore the Ironheart armor? That's uh, that's a that's a newer that's a character. Okay, all right. So she was yeah, she was Rescue. Okay, Riri Williams. Riri yeah. Williams. Okay, thanks, Adam. But I think it's just going to be minor things, you know, just a minor appearance in the movie. All right, um, moving on. Star Trek. Uh, I'm a big Trekkie. I love Star Trek. The new Star Trek movie. Um, <laughs> did we talk last week about about star trek 4 maybe uh not happening i don't remember if we talked about it or not yeah so the news last week was that um negotiations for salary for chris pine and chris hemsworth had broken down and they had pulled out of the star trek 4 project which would be the sequel to star trek beyond which is of course the new JJ timeline. So that movie may not even be happening. Maybe they'll sort their differences out, but uh, those movies weren't profitable enough to be able to really afford this kind of cast. That being said, Quentin Tarantino has (laughs) an alternate Star Trek script available. And Carl Urban even says, Hey, let's do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He was at the, uh, I like saying this word, Trek Conderoga convention. <laughs> he was at this Trek convention and basically said that this Quentin Tarantino uh, script would be R rated. Of course, it's Quentin Tarantino. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. So um, I, I, I think they're working on it. Uh, I think they said Quentin's got something else in the projects that he's doing right now. Um, but after that, this will be his. Yeah, he's still working on uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, that's a film about the Manson murders back in the 60s. Okay, Quentin Tarantino, Star Trek film. Is that something that you want to see? No, I love <laughs> I love Tarantino stuff, but I don't want, no, no. It, it just, I, but I don't want to be that person that just comes right out and says that like that. I want to kind of <laughs> give him a chance, but I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, are you, are, do you, did you like Hateful Eight, which was his kind of like, um, uh, his Western movie. It was okay. And everybody loves Pulp Fiction, Kill Bill, right? Mm-hmm. I like the oh, story. Really? I, I love the storytelling aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe you're not a Quentin Tarantino, you know. I'm not a diehard super fan, man. Okay. All right. All right. I, I think he's, so, I think he can tell great stories. Um, but well, here's the thing I haven't seen Quentin Tarantino take on science fiction before. That's that's He's what done. I'm scared about because Quentin Tarantino to me goes just a little too far sometimes. I, I get oh, yeah. what yeah, and that's to me that's just Stylized. a little too far. Yeah, and I understand what he's trying to do, and it made a point, and it made his movies huge. It's just a little too far for me sometimes. Well, I don't know. I'm curious, and uh, and as much as I liked the first JJ Star Trek, the second one I didn't like, and beyond. I I liked Star Trek Beyond, but it was not very memorable. Yeah. You know, like the only thing I remember about Star Trek Beyond is that there's this chick with white and black zebra face and she was kind of cool. And <laughs> Chris Pine rode a motorcycle around everybody to confuse him or whatever. That's all I remember about that movie. I need a movie that's like, oh my God, I want, I want that. I want that. Um, the Beastie Boys moment from Star Trek. Yeah. You know, when, when they world sabotage and you're like, oh, yes. Oh, mother. <laughs> this is awesome. I want that. And, you know, if, the, if Star Trek 4 can't give you that, then bring bring in Quentin Tarantino. Let's see something radical. All right. I, I see where you're coming from. Okay. Anybody else? What BC Discman? Yeah, I was just going to say uh, I'd love to see what version he brought to it. He always uses uh, the same actors in his movies. Be awesome to see. Uh, I don't know someone like uh, <laughs> Steve <my> Buscemi. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I would love to see Steve Buscemi in a Star Trek uniform doing anything, and I'd be like, "This is amazing! It's the 23rd century, and they can't fix his teeth. This is awesome." <laughs> What's uh, what was uh, what was the one got Michael Madsen? Yeah. Is that his name? It was in yeah. Kill Bill. Uma Thurman doing something. I don't know. Tim Roth. Okay. Carol Hannah. If you hire Quentin Tarantino, you get Tim Roth. And Tim Roth can do anything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Samuel L. Jackson is an admiral. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see Samuel L. Jackson commanding the ship and saving the day. Samuel L. Jackson as Kirk. With an eye patch over the other eye. (laughs) Well, if you think about it. All right. If you think about it, it'd be really cool because he was in Star Wars. He'd be the first guy in both of them. I'd love to see, hear him mm. say, you know, get these mother may I Klingons off my mother may I ship. <laughs> mm. That's true. Yeah. All right. Has anybody been in both uh, of them? I think Simon yeah. Pegg was a stormtrooper. He Simon Pegg did something in Star Wars. Oh, Simon Pegg was uh, the guy, uh, the uh, big oh, alien. Oh, yeah. In, in, One uh, ration. Was he that guy, in, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was that guy. Yeah, 
All right, let's uh, move on. I want to mention this real quick. I watched this cartoon mm-hmm. as a kid, Captain Planet. Uh, they're talking about making a movie about Captain Planet, and Glenn Powell is writing it, and he's this superstar actor, writer, director, up-and-coming guy. <laughs> I, I watched I, Captain I don't Planet know. a little bit, but like you, the reason why you watch Captain Planet in the late 1990s is because – it's middle of the week afternoon, and there's nothing else to watch. Yeah, because was, nothing it was, else it was, was that or Power else. Rangers, or maybe a double feature of that and Power Rangers. No, I, I'm not excited oh, about this. So there but... you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on. One final thing here I want to talk about. Uh, I love Farscape. Uh, and Brian Henson, which is Jim Henson's, I think, son, there, he mentioned that they're working on a Farscape movie, but the thing that he also mentioned here recently that I'm even more excited about, he's in talks with Netflix for this show called Power of the Dark Crystal, which is going to be a new production based on the uh, Jim Henson company film, the dark crystal. And I think it's supposed to, they're talking about maybe 10 episodes right now on Netflix. Um, I don't know if it's going to continue with the story. I'm hoping that maybe it'll be in the future. They'll do something different, but the dark crystal was one of those movies for me as a kid that was vitally important. Like the never ending story. It, it, it helped create and, and foster my imagination that I have today. It it was, I love the dark crystal and it's scary as crap. If you try to watch it today, I'm like, ah, dark crystal. Oh my gosh. Labyrinth is another one. Those are, those are some incredibly creative movies and, 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 and resonating. And, but I don't know, a 10, Okay, so Netflix does a lot of things right. A 10-episode yeah. Power of the Dark Crystal series sounds like it could be pretty good. If it's a, if it's live action like it was and they don't use as much CG or it's not a cartoon or something like that, I would really love to see the puppets like they did back oh, in the day. Because that yeah, I don't want to see any CG. Great. I mean, I want it to be yeah. all practical. Yeah. And uh, okay, so in the other note, there is he's also campaigning for a Farscape movie, and I loved Farscape. I watched every yeah, episode. Yeah, of great Farscape. show. I had the DVDs. Um, hey, this is Adam. Can you give us like I don't I don't know what Farscape is. Can you give us a little background on it? Yeah. 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 So um, let me let me Google the cast real quick. But basically, it was in the early two thousands. Um, there was this show, and I want to get the 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 name of the of the character right. Ben Browder and Claudia Black were the were the leads. Ben Browder played a test pilot, and he had this experimental spaceship that he had designed. And the whole idea was that it would be able to. Um, accelerate faster by doing uh, some sort of a gravity whip around the earth. And on the test run, he got shot across the galaxy. Like, uh, like who knows where through a wormhole when he was coming through the wormhole, he um, ejected and he didn't really have the ability to go back. He didn't even know what happened. He ejected and ran into another ship and that ship thought that he had, that he had attacked him, but he's just driving like a NASA like you know flyboy ship, 
there's nothing on it. Well, this other thing's a warship. And he provokes this person that begins chasing him. And one thing leads to another. They both land aboard Moya. Moya is a living ship. It's, uh, it's, it's driven by Pilot, who kind of helps it figure out where to go. Pilot is a, is a character that's got like um, um, lots a, of arms and legs and a big brain. And it was a and Jim Moya, Henson Company puppet oh, yeah. character. All of this stuff was like practical effects. Yeah. The, the, ship, was, um, the ship was alive. It was alive. And it could, it could like go to light speed or something like that. And then there were all these other characters on the ship that were just – Really good characters. So yeah, really good characters. Um, it, but Claudia Black and Ben Foster killed it. But then there's a there's like um, some Australian actors on the show. Virginia Hay, she played the blue one. Anthony Simcoe played Dargo, and Gigi Edgley, um, she played this character that was all like pale white or whatever. I mean, I would be so excited to see this show come back. But I want that cast. And honestly, I want it to be 20 years ago. So I don't know how this could work. I'm I'm looking forward to it. And if you haven't, uh, Adam, if you, you know, you never heard of Farscape, any of you other folks have never heard of it or seen it, it was on Netflix. I don't know if it's still there or not, but it's well worth uh, checking out. Yeah, it's really good. Really good. All right. I don't know how much time we have left here, JJ. I'm going to let you uh, pick and choose some of these uh, last topics to talk about with the TV shows because there's a bunch of stuff that's been thrown at us real quick with the TV. Um, let's see. Uh, I, I, the things I, I want to mention for sure are that Iron Fist Season 2 drops on September yes. 7th. And you can be mad at Iron Fist all you want, but you're going to watch it. Yeah, Everybody's going to watch it. it and... And we're all going to come back next week and be like, that was so much better than season one. I've heard so, some mixed reviews of some early stuff. Of So I, I don't know. No, don't, don't pee in materials. I'm going to believe that it's better. What do you think, Discman? <laughs> I saw him lighten up. I was just going to say, if they write Iron Fist as well as they did in Luke Cage season two, it'll be great. Oh yeah. I haven't finished did, all of it did yet. You, uh, did you, did you enjoy Luke, Luke Cage season two? I really did. I thought it was an excellent, uh, series uh i kind of liked one better but i really did like two and i thought danny ran was great in that i have to be honest i could not make it out of like the second episode of luke cage oh really i tried and i just i couldn't i could not pay attention i was like what i don't give a (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) i was like i just don't care enough i don't understand and you know what not everything is for everybody and the first season of luke cage was kind of I kind of I enjoyed that because I, I enjoyed that relationship between Luke and um, the barbershop yeah. owner, Pops. And I enjoyed that drama. But angry man that's angry at everybody. And all, I was just like, man, I don't, I don't care about that. I can't identify with that. Yeah, even uh, so, Adam, in the, uh, yeah, Adam in the chat says Luke Cage season two really jumped the shark. So I haven't finished it yet. So I'm going to reserve my thoughts. I'm going to save that for when I'm in the hospital and sick. Okay. Um, the, the thing I wanted to mention, there's a couple, uh, Dr. Who season 11 is coming. This yeah. is a big Dr. Who. This is the one with Jodie Whittaker. Okay. Uh, she is the first woman doctor. Yep. Um, I don't have a problem with that. I'm looking forward to it. Sunday, October the 7th is supposed to be the season premiere. The other thing, JJ, that I'm very excited about. I loved this as a kid, the movie, the eighties movie, 
was uh, very awesome for me as a kid. But um, Swamp Thing is coming to the television, and the series premiere is uh, is coming very soon. And it's going to be on uh, this DC Universe. It's the DC Universe oh. streaming service. Okay. So I don't know how great of a reception it's going to get. I don't, you know, I don't have the DC universe streaming service. Maybe Swamp Thing would be good. I don't know. Uh, but I tell you what I am not down for is paying for another streaming service. So no kidding. Yeah. DC good, good on you guys. And they got that Titans over there, which I couldn't care less about either. So uh, maybe somebody will call yeah, in and tell us how awesome Titans and Swamp Thing are. Titans uh, has got its world premiere. Um, I think they're going to talk about it in the New York Comic Con coming up. Um, Shazam, they uh, they released a teaser TV trailer for the Shazam TV show. And uh, we were talking about this before the show came on. Uh, the the um, sci-fi series Krypton, right. which is basically Gotham except for Superman. Um, it's season two is is coming out, and Lobo is rumored to be in that season. I think, and I never, I never saw um, Krypton season one, but I understand that it took place thirty years or so before you know before Krypton explodes, and I think that the villain was Brainiac. So if the if if yeah. the big character yeah. is Lobo coming to season two, I wonder what that means. It's kind of interesting though. Um, and also, yeah, BC Disman mentioned in the chat um, the uh, the Doom Patrol right. uh, is coming to the uh, to the DC app, and uh, Alan Tadecki is playing uh, Mister Nobody, a villain. And I love Alan Tadecki. We were just talking about why he was Wash in Firefly, so I'm, I I love him, and this I would watch that show just for him. Honestly, I love that. I guy. always pronounced it Tudic. I don't know. <laughs> Tudic? I, All right, that's, that's cool. I, Tudic, Alan Tudic. I, know. I always said Tudic. <laughs> yeah, but he's he, he was actually on another DC show. I think JJ is right. Too. Uh, he was on a, Alan he Tudic. was uh he was the boss man of the like um damage control type show that was running on CW or was it on CW? It was on it was on one of, it was like a 30 minute comedy or something like that. It was like, I don't know. It, um, it didn't get paid. It didn't stay online. It didn't. It didn't get another second season, whatever the show was called. But, um, powerless. Powerless. Yeah. Uh, is that Blinded it? Thing. No. Yeah. It, wow. Not terribly informed. But you know, he's been in the DC show before, and that show was not good. But he is good. So I would love to see him play a big badass character. He's good. He's a good actor. He's the voice of of that robot in Rogue One. Yeah, in Kentucky, we like to say Tadecki. <laughs> Everything has the end. Uh, that's right. That's right. Um, that's just about it for uh, this week. If you look in the show notes, uh, those of you that have them um, in the chat, uh, last week on last week's show, we talked about the new Infinity Warps uh, with the warped characters like Arachnite and Ghost Panther, and Weapon Hex, and Iron Hammer, and the Soldier Supreme. Uh, I, we've put them in the show notes, the um, the first artwork from the books there of those four. And uh, if you are a mobile gamer, uh, JJ and I, of course, met, and we are all in here because we all love the uh, 
mobile Marvel game contest of champions. There is a, another Marvel game called future fight. And I believe this next event is going to contain these infinity warp characters. So if you play that game, you'll have a chance to maybe get the soldier Supreme and weapon hex. And those all. mashup characters. Yeah, that'll be cool. All right. I love that game. I, I play that game too, and it's it's really fun. You can spend money on it if you want, but I haven't spent but just a couple of bucks, and I'm um, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Oh, and of course, my dog. We we also play Contest of Champions, and the newest update just dropped. So uh, Emma Frost and Omega Red have joined the contest. Yes. So. Yes, and these two characters look really awesome. <laughs> People are complaining about uh, about Emma. Immune to everything. All right, well, yeah. um, thanks for thanks for joining us there, Silver, um, Silver BC Discman, Rahi, Adam. Um, thanks for participating. Maybe next week we'll get some more uh, voices on the mic here and get people to tune in. Yeah, and uh, Champion Nova was uh, in the stream tonight. We appreciate you being yeah, in there. Yeah, I think he I think he said he was uh, not he was he was busy or something. He couldn't actually join. Okay. And maybe Dragon will be on next week. Yeah. Yeah. So if you would like to join in on the show, maybe uh, you disagree with something we said. Maybe you want to add to something we said. Join us next week. Uh, we're here every Wednesday night. Am I chopped liver schmoo? No, you're not chopped liver. Schmoo. Schmoo. Schmoo, you should turn your <laughs> mic on, girl. Uh, but we want you to join us. Yeah, turn your mic on. Talk to us. Uh, we're here on Wednesday nights, uh, beginning at 7.30 Central, and uh, the show should be up on uh, SoundCloud. And where else, JJ? Uh, you can search for it on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Yeah. Maybe Stitcher. I don't know if I put it up there or not, but nobody goes to Stitcher. Stitcher's nothing. Nobody goes. See, look, yeah. it's on iTunes so, or Google. Go there. It's It's there go there so we appreciate you joining us here at the four color chat show and we'll see you next week thanks everybody bye bye